Hey neighbors, Adam here with some news on a great new website. Today's episode of My Neighbors Are Dead is brought to you by the horror entertainment news site Ghastly Grinning. Ghastly Grinning has one goal, to make horror fans happy. We talked to founder and editor Ryan Larson about what makes Ghastly Grinning unique. Our writing crew is one that focuses on the positive and academic aspects of the horror genre, while also exploring and analyzing films with a focal point on being productive rather than reductive. Determined to be the number one spot for horror news, reviews, and thought-provoking editorials, Ghastly Grinning is your new one-stop shop for all things scary. For more information, visit them on the web at ghastlygrinning.com or on Twitter and Facebook at Ghastly Grinning. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. Freddy, Jason, Dr. Giggles. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror. The ones who didn't get to tell their tale. Now, I have been to some pretty good dive bars, but I can without a doubt say I have never been to a bar where I had to worry about a giant naked cyborg busting in and ruining my good time. This week, I caught up with a man who has and found out that maybe it isn't all that bad. Yeah, this is very kind of you, uh, making your way all the way here from Los Angeles. No, it was it was a pleasure. The flight was nice. Oh, okay. Had a good time of flight. Didn't take the bike. Uh, figured too long of a haul, Los Angeles to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, did you find this place okay? You know, yeah, actually, I had a hard time finding it. Uh, you know, I'm not really good with directions. Uh, you know, my friends make fun of me. I'm kind of a dumbass. But, uh, you know, I... I I put it together, asking around, you know, people pointed me in the right direction. So, sorry I'm late. Not at all. No, that's yeah. okay. It's just okay. a couple hours. No good, worries. Good, Not at all. Good, good. Well, uh, talking to Roy Dallas Blank. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Uh, you are a bartender at the Corral in Los I, Angeles? I am a bartender at the Corral. Sometimes I'll help in the kitchen if uh, things get busy. And a lot of times at a place like that, biker bars, you got dishwashers skipping out. You have servers skipping out. So I jack of all trades at the Corral, but I like to be behind the bar. Is that your favorite thing to do? Oh, uh, yeah. Bartending. Yeah. Man, to serve drinks. I mean, what a gift. Uh what a what a pleasure it is to to meet people, know people. You give them drinks, you know them by their first name, and the corral's a perfect place to do that. Well, that's great. I want to talk to you real yep. quick about the people who kind of come into the corral. What's that like? Because I've never been into a lot of biker bars. Yeah. So is that is it kind of what I've been led to believe through TV and film, or no? I mean, you know. TV and film is going to have you think that all, it's all these bikers in there and their ladies, you know, they come in and the bikers are tough and the, and the ladies are pretty or whatever. These people are, these are, these are scumbags for the most part. I mean, we got bikers with two fingers walking in. Sometimes, you know, their clothes are torn to shreds. Uh, you know, and when I see a, when I watch a TV show and there's bikers, I always say bullshit. Yeah. Show me a real. Get, let a biker play a biker for once. You got to get a guy with like two fingers, like you said. Yeah, or, two you fingers, know. two teeth. So what is it like? So these guys are real scumbags that uh-huh. you work with and that you serve. Yeah. So what? How do you respond, Roy, when a Terminator, a naked Terminator, walks into your establishment? Okay. Well, so here's how that night played out for me. It was Thursday, so. 
We had a lot of regulars in. We were doing food specials, drink specials. Uh, it was customer service. Uh, it was customer appreciation night. Oh, that's great. You uh, do that. Yeah, every Thursday. Oh, okay. Once a week, we do a customer appreciation night just to, that's nice. just to just boost morale for the weekend. And um, so it's midnight, 1 a.m. or whatever, and this gorgeous guy just walks through the door. Everybody, everybody. I mean, we... We, I got tapped on the shoulder by uh, one of the dishwashers, uh, Lewis, and and he said, "Look over there." And if, you know, first, I thought he was just you know pointing at uh, the jukebox. Turns out this guy six ten if he's an inch, two hundred and seventy pounds of cut muscle, shaved to the skin. He's a good looking man. Smooth, smooth body. I. I don't grow much hair on my body, but this guy was smooth. And my first thought is drunk Hollywood movie star. Right. He's, yeah. You know, he came up from L.A. He's on some drug bender. I mean, he's walking around with the cockiness of some Hollywood star. So he walks in. It was not the biggest surprise. But then when he starts fighting people, that's when things got uh, out of hand. Uh and I, I, I bolted. I went outside. I didn't leave. I just, I smoked a cigarette and kind of waited till the, the sound died down. And, uh, then I came back in when all, all had sort of cleared out. My restaurant was a mess. My bar was a mess, but he didn't steal any alcohol. And, uh, most of the time when you get some, you know, out of towner in there, the first thing they want to do is, break bottles of course get that, drunk yeah that had to put you at ease that you still had all your liquor and your, oh and yeah your booze and yeah all so yeah. actually a little respect for that guy so what do you do you walk in and your your bar's a mess right you've got a mess i can't imagine that you've seen patrons kind of thrown about like that one of your one of your regulars thrown into a stove yeah yeah one time we had a mechanical bowl at the corral well we had it for about two weeks and i, I you would see guys big bikers whoever get thrown around in the bar Nothing like that, though. Never, never, never into the kitchen. I mean, sure, you throw a guy over a bar, you throw a guy through a window, you, you know, throw a guy under the pool table. Never in the kitchen. What's the cleaning procedure once you have a guy on top of your stove? Do you have to hose that thing down pretty well? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. yeah. You take you take the top completely off. You spray it down with disinfectant. Then you wash it, and then you gotta let it air dry. And then you clean, you know, you take the top part off and there's sort of like the, the, the heating elements. And then you got to clean those two. You got to turn off the gas. And so that's, I mean, that's, that's a lot of work. That's got to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Especially when you're closing that bar. That bar closes at 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. What I time do you guys open? We open at 7 a.m. We have an hour turnaround before the 7 a.m. regulars come in for coffee and eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever work? Do you ever close and then open the next day? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What helps you get through all that? That's a long night. Uh, yeah, you know, I I rely a lot on my imagination. I imagine, I imagine bad things happening, so my adrenaline picks up. Oh, so yeah, so I can't get bored. Yeah, keeping yourself juiced the whole time. Yeah, I'll just think like, oh, what if my dad is committing suicide right now? And then I just get really worried. I get nervous and panic. And then I and then that juice keeps me going for a little while. And you just cleaning that those stoves and getting uh, everything yeah. ready for those for the yeah. for the ham and eggers who come in the next mm-hmm, morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know what that 
what that patron's name is, but has, has he been back in since the Terminator threw him on yeah, top of Yeah, he was stuff? back the next day. Was he really? He was back the next day. And he was telling everybody, oh, I beat that naked guy up. I gave him my clothes just because I felt sorry for him, all this stuff. And we're going, yeah, right, all right. His hand is just gnarled mess. You know, that's, that's, that's Clint. That's Clint. We've had Clint situations before. He's never lost a pool game. Oh, Clint's never lost at darts. Oh, he knows the lyrics to every song in the world. Oh, yeah. He uh, he hooked up with this person at the bar. No, no, no. Okay, Clint. Yep. You you kind of know. He's just, you yeah. just humor him because he's full yeah. of shit. Yeah. You, yeah. But but on that same day, I mean, there was a, there was a cricket chirping. He jumped up, look around. Oh, the, oh no. Where's the guy again? Oh, Clint settled down. Oh, I'm just joking with you. So how did he get back to the corral? Because the, I mean, the Terminator took his bike. He lives two blocks from the corral. Oh, really? Yeah, he usually took. We always had a problem with him riding his motorcycle to two blocks. We thought that was pretty lazy and pretty wasteful on his part. But seems kind of dangerous too, because I imagine Clint would be in there, kind of getting ripped. Yeah, out of his head. Yeah, no, yeah, he's always looking for an excuse to dr- drunk drive. That's oh, he's Clint. just looking for a reason oh, to do yeah. it? Yep, yeah. It's because, oh, I do it all the time. You know, bar patrons get drunk. They got to go leave, you know. You know, women, maybe he's hitting on saying, I got to go. I got to drive. Oh, you can drive drunk. Have another glass of wine. <laughs> Clint, Clint, Clint. So how long has the mechanical bull been out of the corral? Uh, uh, a year. We still got, we still have it. It's in the back. Uh, but we, I mean, it, I mean, those things, it's an injury a night. It seems like a lot of people would get hurt on that. Yeah. yeah. And you can't run it on low. Nobody wants to see a slow mechanical bull. No, you got to go just all we're the way. The, yeah, we're the corral. Right. We're the corral. We have it cranked up to 10, cranked up to 9, and they and they get tossed off. And then they say, whoa, that's too hard. We you know, lower it to 6, lower it to 7. And then, oh, it's too slow. So I finally I put my hands up and said, I forget about it. No more mechanical bull. We'll switch. We're... We'll switch over to customer appreciation night on Thursdays. No more bull. So you've you've worked at the corral for some time. Yeah. And how long have you have you been in the service industry most of your life? Yeah, since I was sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Any other bars besides the corral or just? No, I know. I was a uh, I was in the diner family restaurant circuit for twenty years, fourteen to about thirty five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I imagine a Terminator coming in is probably the craziest thing you've ever seen mm-hmm. in the service industry. Uh, it went. No, it was that was a big night for sure. But I had I had some I've had some I have some memories for sure. Uh, we had um, a snake in one of the diners when I was a teenager. A lady had a purse full of snakes, and uh, you know, we drinking coffee, and we saw her purse moving around or whatever. And I said, "What the hell's going on?" Snakes. Turns out she was a Vegas performer. Stopped in. Oh, okay. Did tricks with snakes. Uh, what other? What else? Uh, well, it, well, at the corral, we actually we went through a rebranding uh, uh, phase for a little while. Is that right? Corral. Yeah, it wasn't the corral for uh, about the. Seven months. A few oh, years really? Back. Yeah. That seems like the yeah. hardest thing a restaurant can do is try to rebrand itself. No, yeah. We Were you guys trying to get away from the biker. Yeah, well, yeah. We went straight to cowboy. Uh, we tried. Uh, we since we hey we had the bull at that time. That was still when we were running the bull. Uh, we we knew the clientele. We bikers can switch over to cowboy, and we figure that if we give the bikers confidence, that this is a biker bar. They felt so comfortable, but we felt you know what? Maybe they'll think cowboys are cool too so go ahead try to convince them to act more like cowboys we figure cowboys a little more gentlemanly than bikers 
they didn't really buy it. Not of a bit? No. Again, you know, slowly went down till we had a cowboy night on Monday nights. Uh, wear boots, you get in for free. Problem is, they're always wearing boots. So they had a problem with that because they wanted to get in free the next night. There is a cover at the corral. There is? That, yeah. I actually, I the, I think uh, I think Terminator still owes me five bucks. I, I, I don't think he paid to get in. No. Nope. I don't think anybody's going to ask a, a nope. naked, smooth, handsome guy nope. to pay five bucks. I yet. mean, smooth. I'm telling you about this guy's body. I his arms were extremely long too. Went down to his knees. Good veins. Yeah. Definitely posture. What posture? Good hair, combed, clean hair. You know, now that you're talking about it, I do remember his butt looking pretty nice. Tight butt. Yeah, tight yeah, butt. Absolutely. Really muscular. They really yep. did it. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, is it a, so Clint put a cigar out on him just uh-huh. you guys are a smoking bar I'm yep. assuming so uh-huh. if anybody wants to come into the corral just know that you're going to be walking into a smoking establishment yep hey anybody listening out there if you come to the corral bring the cigars bring the cigarettes we're smoking it up you're encouraging it people to smoke oh yeah. yeah if you if you leave a bar and you don't smell like smoke on your jean jacket where were you at you were at a, you were you know grandma's family restaurant yeah some, where I used to work at grandma's yeah, family restaurant yeah. mm-hmm. yes that wasn't a biker-themed restaurant at all. No, it was a pancake-themed restaurant. That sounds very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would, would your grandmother make those pancakes? Was it your grandmother or just no, anybody's No, there was not a grandma on site. It was just a place called Grandma's to get people in the door. People will eat a pancake if they think a grandma's making it. Not, not you know, Mario and Tom, you know. Mario and Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Did you bring them with you to the corral? Uh, Mario came. Tom passed away. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was actually. He uh, he he passed away uh, on on the road. He uh, was driving a convertible, and he tried to see how fast he could um, go. And uh, and then something I don't know something ran across the street, and he slammed on the brakes, and he flew out of the convertible, and landed in the ocean. Landed the ocean. Landed in the ocean. Most of California's roads are right there on the water. I'm really sorry to hear that, Roy. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a friend. He was a coworker. Oh, so you were really that busted no, up? No, no. How'd you take Clinton getting gnarled up like that? Uh, you know, I, we laughed about it. We still make jokes about him. You know, when you serve him a drink, you kind of put your hand in kind of a knot and you give it to him, and you say, "Oh no," or you know, you or you just put the bottle of beer on his chest, like where he tried to put the cigar out on the Terminator. He's He's really friendly about it. Sometimes if we're low on help in the kitchen, we'll say, hey, Clint, you want to help out in the kitchen? Because we know that he got thrown onto the grill. Uh, he still comes in all the time and he won't shut up about it. I think he's happy that it happened. You, I think it was I think I think it was his it was his day. You think he likes the attention? Yeah, that's yep. That's his story now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he still comes in. Oh yeah, yeah. He he doesn't have any other options. I don't know. I mean, if you really get your ass handed to you like that, how do you? You got to spin that tail to make it make yourself feel better, I guess. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh huh. And and yeah, and he's telling everybody, oh, I could have fought that guy. Oh, just get me get get you know get a drink in me, and I'd show him. He wasn't drinking that night. Oh, he was sober. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he tried to be so. He, that was he was sober two days, and the second day he got annihilated by the Terminator. That's a real that that sucks. <laughs> So, of course, he's blaming, you quitting drinking, you know. Oh, of course. Okay, you're right. As soon as I stop, you bet this happens. Yeah. Good things have been pretty easy for Clint up to that point. Well, I hope I hope things work out for Clint. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, find I'll, some solace with yeah, that. I'll holler at him. Yeah, please send him my best. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Before we go here, anything you want people to know about the Corral? Any other theme nights you got going on yes. besides customer appreciation? Yes, yeah. This Saturday, we're doing El Dorado Tots. Yeah, you bucket of tater tots, doing two cheeses, cheddar and Parmesan cheese, marinara, ranch dipping sauce in your choice of crumbled sausage or roasted pork loin. It's going to be $5.99 for a basket. Uh, all proceeds go to uh, a local home, uh, home for adults and children in need. Uh, come on out, El Dorado City of Gold. Uh, the tots will have a golden color to them. I came up with the title. Come on down, help out a good cause, have some good tots. Roy, any any worries at all that a Terminator is going to show up again and have one of your patrons' ass handed to him again? No, here's the deal. Terminator wants to come back. Open arms. Please come back. Have a drink. Have a sandwich. Uh, he, we accept him. We want Terminator to be a part of Corral's life moving forward. Well, the Corral in, in the Los Angeles area. Roy Dallas Blank, thanks so much for coming by. No, thank you. This has been a real pleasure. Thanks for telling your tale. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show was produced by myself and Nate Dufort, with editing done by Nate Dufort. Our original music was composed by Jesse Case, with additional music by Dane Halverson. And our artwork was done by Mark Nishan. Roy Dallas Blank was played by Scotty Nelson. You can catch Scotty on Twitter at Scotty Nelson. That's spelled the number five, C-O-T-T-Y-N-E-L, the number five, O-N. If you're a fan of the show, here are some things you can do to help us out. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, and we're also on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Now, if you're a big fan of the show and you want all kinds of extra stuff like swag, extra content, and updates on upcoming news and events, you can donate to the show on Patreon. For all this and more, go to MyNeighborsAreDead.com. If you listened last week, you heard about our sponsor, Songfinch, and how you can make a custom song for any occasion just by answering a few simple questions online. Our producer, Nate DeFort, made a holiday song for his daughter, and he loved the end result. Songfinch is offering all My Neighbors Are Dead listeners $20 off their song purchase. Just go to songfinch.com and enter the promo code NEIGHBORS. That's songfinch.com and enter the promo code NEIGHBORS at checkout. Thanks again to sponsor Ghastly Grinning. Go to ghastlygrinning.com or follow them on Facebook or Twitter at Ghastly Grinning for the best in horror news, editorials, and analysis. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.